Jenkins. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to hour two on a Thursday. Dump it, dump it. Yeah. Yeah, How are we doing? Okay. Steve How are we doing? Jake Swords in the early break. <laughs> Fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Mike Schaefer joins us here in about two minutes. He'll walk in the studio and we will talk all things recruiting and more with him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> are you doing okay over there? <laughs> yeah. I was saying you could give me guff. Some, guff. Some bleep. About... The Miami lineman, who I said was ninety-five, I was ninety-five percent sure he'd go to Nebraska, who actually went to Arizona State. Yes, um, transfer portal guy. Mm-hmm. I t- just was wrong. I got bad info. God, it's been a rough show for the for the older gentleman over here. Why would you say that? Well, I mean, I, I was on the wrong end of an argument. It seems like in the people's eyes, although I don't really relent on that. I'm the man for the people here. Yeah. I speak for the people here. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we're we're always just going to have to just maybe dodge the Pat Fitzgerald Northwestern conversation. I don't know why we that don't is. see eye to we eye don't. on that. No, we don't see. We really eye to don't eye. think we ever will. No, I think he's an o- okay coach, and it's an okay program. You know, back when the station doing this, though, no, no, but quickly, that. back when this station began, I was just you know I was a Purdue, I was in college back mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Um, they were doing some shows. He might have been on it they, back then. Yeah. You know, the, the original host. They, uh-huh. they kept saying that Fitzgerald's one of the best coaches in the Big Ten. I said, no way. Mm-hmm. I just I was one of your pages. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And I have grown to appreciate yeah. Newt, Newt Fitzgerald. Well, I do think he is Pat a Rockney. very good coach. And I think that he would be very, if, if I was an NFL owner, he'd be someone I'd be pretty interested in. Um, but I don't overdo it. You know, I mean, he's he's fine. He's a good coach, but I don't want to overdo it. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. I'm trying to get the guy's name. So. Okay. Here we go. One second. Uh, yes, my- Nesta Jade yeah. Silvera. Yeah, so you remember on the show yesterday we brought up that name, and we talked to Parker Gabriel about it as well, and they sound like there's a good chance you would land him. But yesterday he says, not so fast. I'm going to Arizona State where it's just as warm as Miami is, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. And that would have been a guy that you would look at and say, yeah, he's got a good chance to play right away a key role for Nebraska. Do you remember my when I had that moment of clarity last year? I'll take you back to like a year ago from basically right now. I am walking on the beach in Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. In, in, and I see there's a blizzard back home in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And I said, why... Why would anyone ever leave this type of weather? Yeah, maybe maybe Nesta Jade Silvera just looked at the weather. Like he okay. lives in Miami, he okay. said, "Okay, Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, it's it's eight degrees today, Hold and on. it's seventy five in Arizona." We inadvertently stumbled into an interesting topic, in my opinion, because when I was watching the NFL playoffs last week, it was in watching particularly New England at Buffalo, which was played in eight degree weather. My thought was, if I'm a Nebraska coach, I'm saying, hey, turn that game on. Look at that weather. You're going to play in that. That's what you're going to play in, especially when it gets to playoff time. 
you play in Green Bay. What's Green Bay like in December? Well, forget December. What's it like in January? In, I mean, you got to go play in that. And then, and then somebody else will say, "Well, Aaron Rodgers didn't go to school in the Midwest. He went to California. He right? Didn't, he didn't need to get prepared in college for no. But Wisconsin. I mean, it, the, the Cal coaches maybe were telling them, "Look, this is nice, but you, um, if you're going to play quarterback in the NFL, Mac Jones, you better get ready for some cold. Yeah, you know, if you're going to play in New England." So I get what you're saying. Oh, I have those thoughts all the time. Like, I mean, it was. A, it, I'm just walking on the beach, and there's a blizzard back home. I said, How, "Why? This makes so much sense. Oh, I, why would you I ever thought go about to the it Midwest? yesterday? The kids, that, the kids that just signed with Nebraska. I hope they <laughs> they knew that there were, there were going to be days like yesterday. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, they'd be like, "What am I doing here?" I think, though, generally, kids don't get too wound up about it, like the weather. Generally, that's that's. I mean, I I was taking my kids to, to Leffler School for years, okay. and I was amazed that on days like today how kids would walk out of the school with shorts and a hoodie on. Shorts and a hoodie. I mean, I just don't think they get too wound up about it. You know, Alex would get in the car, and I'd be like, hey, what, 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 you need to go back. Did you forget your coat? Um, no. No, 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 I'm good. Forget. I'm good. What are you talking about? Yeah. So it's – no, I don't think kids get too shook up about it. That's what I think. Yeah. I get where you're coming but, from. Uh, I've had those thoughts. Yeah, because, because you live here forever. If you don't take a trip, you think, well, it's just what it is. But when you go somewhere warm, <laughs> especially right now, yeah. like I did last year, yeah. and then you're like, why? Like, I'm out on <laughs> the beach. I'm that, sweating though. on the beach. And I see there's a blizzard back home. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have Mike Schaefer with Schaefer's us here. from 24-7 Sports. Schaefer's here. What's Good morning, Schaefer. What's Good morning. That? What is that hat? I love it. It is a uh, Daytona Tortugas hat. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, it is cool. another in my minor league baseball hat collection. Sweet. Of how many hats? Single in that A team of the Cincinnati Reds, Sweet. I believe. Mesh. I think there's we're up to like six or seven. Look I say the, we because it's a house project. You need, you need sixty hats in that collection. Look at well, the glorious it just mesh. Just started like a year ago. Well, so. I can help you. I'll, I'll buy one for you. Okay, I appreciate. I'll, I'll, I would choose what I think is a cool a listener, hat. a listener named Robert. I don't know if he listens to to early break or not, but he was a big fan of the recruiting hour. He he just sent me one randomly from the Chattanooga Lookouts. Cause that's, that's a great he, one. That's where he lives. So, uh, you know, I, I appreciate that too. I'm not saying anyone has to do that. Well, I'll, uh, I'll hook you up with one. Right. Well, uh, before we get going, the Mike Schaefer Hour, of course, every Thursday is sponsored by Trek CBD. Uh, Schaefer, any recent experience with Trek CBD? Well, of course. I mean, you know, you <laughs> you have to to take care of yourself and. Uh, I'm an old man now. Um, oh, we you went, hear that, Schaefer? Sip, are you gonna let him ha- say that? Yes. We well, look, I'm I'm 34. I feel yeah. like I'm I've earned it a little bit. 34 is older than you, much older. Uh, four years. Well, I feel it, I feel you feel though. I feel all of those four years. So I I went out to Steamboat uh, Springs for the yes. long weekend. Went snowmobiling. Uh, trekked around town quite a bit. Uh, I'm tired. I'm sore. I'm old. <laughs> I came back and it's like I feel my body feels like I I put it through the ringer. I mean, I didn't get great sleep, but other activities occurred. You know, whatever. So it it is nice to you come back and and uh, Trek CBD has a variety of products that can put you at ease. They have a variety of uh, oils, ointments, those types of things. If you have uh, areas that uh, are sore. Uh, right now, I have calves for some reason that just really hurt because apparently right? I I walked too many miles uh we didn't have a car on this trip so it was basically just walking everywhere uh came back walk slider trying to get used to the neighborhood 
found out that the new neighborhood has like a bazillion trails so now we're just following them everywhere then we're getting pretty far from the house and there's really no way to get back but to walk is there back. is there hills uh not really i mean it, there wasn't <laughs> in steamboat yes and yes and, that might explain the calves yeah so um i've i've needed to uh i've needed to use some of trek cbd's great products so they range anywhere from uh, of course they're they're great delta gummies i talked about this the the um delta gummies oh the the delta eight gummies i'd stack them up against anything but the the uh last thing that i've used recently was it is a, a cbd product that you roll on to areas that are oh, sore nice. i think i talked about them yeah uh, re- recently it's like a freeze roll and uh, that thing is is great. Interesting. Is it? Are they easy to use? Oh yeah, yeah. And then of course Scott and Shannon and and everybody involved over there is super knowledgeable. You just pop in the sh- in the store. You tell them what you're looking for. And like I said, they hmm. got a variety of products. So hmm. it's Trek CBD post workout. That's right. Freeze. Yeah, could help you out there. Yeah. Two legal locations. Yeah, I know. Eighty fourth and Highway Two, and also you still doing the wall sit simple. You know, when you, there, there was a time where I would come in on a Thursday and you'd be doing a wall sit. Yeah. We do a lot of random break. stuff for this stuff. Yeah, this it gets place. a little bizarre. Push-ups, yeah. uh, planks, wall sits. I'm not going to get into want. my workout. I mean, I do, I do bizarre stuff. Bizarre. But anyway, if All anybody right. sees someone flipping tires down Vine Street, <laughs> just know who it is. You know, you know who that person is. There's only one person who could be, and it's you. All right, Shafe, Shafe, a lot to talk about. Jake, where do you want to start with him? Football, football, please. Yeah. Uh, no well, basketball, please. No, yeah. we'll stay away from basketball because that's a disaster. Uh, so Nebraska lands Chubba Purdy this week. That Now they have Casey Thompson and Purdy in the yeah. class with uh, Logan Smothers, of course, on the roster, Heinrich Harburg, Matt Masker, Richard Torres. Uh, I guess it, this is a we're a month in for Mark Whipple now. I mean, how, is this as as good as you could have asked for him in terms of what he could do in his first month? So I was I was saying this to some other people, and I've, I've said it on my message board. I, there's there's a few thoughts that I have here. One, okay. I don't know, I don't know how everyone else felt on November eighth when the news came out officially that Scott Frost was going to be retained and that they'd be moving on from four staff members because. If you would have told me at that time they would have had two quarterbacks that had played for Power 5 schools that would join them through the transfer portal, uh, one guy that has more experience, nearly a season's worth, uh, or basically a season's worth, another guy who started games in the ACC, I wouldn't have necessarily believed you uh, at that point in time because I thought Nebraska was hurtling towards just an offseason of disaster. Your confidence was low. Yeah. And I have to say that, um, I mean, you know what it was like when Mark Whipple was announced. I was initially skeptical, and then the more I've learned about him, uh, the more I've basically been impressed. And then the more conversations I have, the more it feels like he's really getting to put his stamp on things a little bit. And that gives me more hope for what this could be uh, because I felt like Scott has needed significant help uh, on the offensive side of the ball because four years and the offense getting worse generally during that time uh they needed to do something different and so mark whipple coming in you have two quarterback candidates here in chubble purdy and casey thompson that more fit what he wants to do he has the opportunity to develop one over the long term and hope in casey thompson that he's able to pick it up relatively quickly and if he doesn't Perfect then you situation. you have the op- like you know, we're we're going forward with the idea that Casey Thompson's going to be the starter. There's at least a chance that Chubba Purdy could come in and win that job. Um, you know, I don't think it's very likely, 
but it, right. it's a possibility. You've sure. given yourself a real competition for quarterback here this spring, and if this thing goes well, you've given yourself a really interesting competition again in 2023. You don't necessarily have to go into the portal, which is the whole point of getting the second guy. Mm-hmm. And so I, Interesting. I, I mean, I don't know. You could be the most ardent, these guys are never going to get it done, and you still have to admit this offseason has went better than you would have guessed. Pretty much, I would I, say. I agree with that. The, the, and, and this is where I and think again, you got to add the off season. Yeah, you got to add balance to the discussion um, all the time, especially with a program that struggled. The offensive line still concerned. Sure, I'm not saying it's a finished product right. by any means. No, I know you're not. The, the The offensive line remains a concern, and let's face it, losing. Uh, Ernesto, what's the guy's Nesta name? Nesta Jade Silvera. Nesta Jade Silvera. So oh, that was you wanted that one. Yeah. All right. Well, they what do you know about Nesta Jade? I don't know much other than it was expected he was going to be uh, choosing between Nebraska and Penn State, and he ends up at Arizona State. Mm. So, um, you know, I, look, I think that fans have to accept transfer portal recruiting is very different. Until a guy is actually on your campus, I wouldn't count that chicken ever. <laughs> Even uh, if I know he's this on your show campus. Is very, <laughs> until he's in class. Right. Yeah. Until this, uh, you know, I know this show is very fond of chickens. Yes. Until that chicken is like learning from, uh, you know, a UNL professor. <laughs> right. No, you're right. It, it, it can get out of the roost pretty quickly. So <laughs> Yeah, and you do have to count your chickens. Um, lock you know, the gate. I, yeah. Lock the gate. I think that it's just going to be one of those things where you're going to hear, well, Nebraska's, and here's another guy, Omar Brown, defensive back from Northern Iowa. Watch uh, this heard, heard before he even had his name officially in the portal, Nebraska's the team here. Mm-hmm. Goes into the portal. You know who's really interested in cornerbacks that were FCS All-Americans when they were freshmen that had seven interceptions? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so the best Omar laid Brown. plans are Omar still Brown. plans. Omar Brown could play safety, too, and yeah. they need a safety. Very talented defensive back. I still feel like Nebraska's got a great shot here, but I think the family was overwhelmed by the response of uh, of who was interested when they officially went into the portal. Everybody's interested. <laughs> so, the mean, whole world. Bambo's seven, come seven interceptions <laughs> tend to get people in attention. As, as a freshman. Yeah. As a freshman. Yeah. So, and then, uh, you know. Teams in the FCS are no longer throwing his way, so he needs another challenge. Omar Brown is a name to watch. Northern Iowa. Which would be, like, I think the 37th defensive back they've added to the class here or to the roster. Is that about they've right? They've had to add because I looked at it yesterday. They've had to add because if you go back to 2018, they've lost, I'd, I'm, I'm going to say, nine defensive backs. We could backs. get pretty close to counting it out because I don't think they've ever really been able to replace. I so you had the, the Jaden Francois, the Henry right. Gray, the Ronald Delancey, okay, the Dab Joseph, four. Uh, Malik Williams. Did you say Henry? Yeah, Malik Henry Williams, Williams five. Yeah. Now go back to 18, you lost a couple too. Yeah, lost Nadab Joseph. He said that. Yep. He did. Okay, he go back that. to 18. They lost a couple. I'll get it. In that class. <laughs> Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman. 
Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. They didn't lose anybody in 19. Okay. okay, so they lost a couple in 18. Well, Cam Taylor Britt was in that class. Braxton Clark was in that class. CJ yeah, they, Smith was out. Cameron, CJ, and, and, Cameron Smith is out. Yes. So that's two more. So that's seven. Yes. So we're missing one person. One or two? Did you say two. eight or nine? Two. We're missing two. Um, Deontay Williams graduated. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I'm not counting those. Right. Well, he's, yeah, he's, he wasn't part of that class. True, you're right. yep. um, anyway, they've lost a bunch of guys, so they needed – that's why they there is an influx of guys coming in. Yeah, at that position. I mean, Javin Wright moves down to linebacker. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just have had sort of a ro- revolving door, um, and really, you've been kind of fortunate because Cam Taylor, Britt, Deontay Williams, kind of came in and held spots for a while. Quentin Newsom came in, took a spot. I mean, so you haven't necessarily needed that depth as much but it'd be nice to have it and you have to build it back at some point and you need to vary it Mm -hmm. through classes so you want a deshaun singleton who's a different grade than uh you know javier morton if you will and so Mm -hmm. on and so forth yeah Uh, regarding the defensive line i mean for nebraska next year you you lose quite a bit of depth there starters as well what what, what's your level of concern right now in terms of that group especially what they you know you lost tony Tony my level of concern is is uh i guess medium i don't want to say it's high um but it's not nothing so i i sort of look at it where you're gonna have to get breakthrough seasons from some guys like you're you're gonna need most i knew some to be a guy for you um to to give you something you're gonna need uh casey rogers to go from solid to very important rotational piece you're gonna need ty robinson to continue his upward ascension you're gonna need nash hutmacher to break out i mean and then you're gonna need more help from your defensive ends and your not your defensive ends your outside linebackers yeah so it look it's not it's not the prettiest portrait in the world, but it's also not threadbare either. So they just need some of these guys to uh, to perform. I mean, if you can get a Ruquan Buckley, if he can be a player for you in his second season, that's going to make things a little bit easier. I mean, I'm skeptical that Jalen Weaver is going to give him much this year. Uh, Jordan Riley remains a pretty big question mark for me. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't see, you know, whether it's the transfer portal or junior college, I don't know that there's a defensive lineman that's just going to come save Nebraska um, this spring. So they're going to look to add, I'm sure, after the spring football, um, you know, when there's going to be another – thousand kids that enter the portal at that point in time you got to fortify though i'm i mean i'm with you it's not threadbare but they got to fortify yeah but they they have to find people that can help them yeah sure so that's the that's the part of the conversation that's easy to forget is well yeah it's not like you're just going into high v and they have everything in stock when you go into the portal (laughs) you you know 
You've got to be able to. Right there. Yeah, it, it's not that simple. No. You, you have to be able it's to not. line up people who are actually going to help you. Right. And guess what? Lots of people want those guys. Right. Oh, by the like way, that 2018 class, Cameron Jones and C.J. Smith were the ones gone. In addition to a kid from Washington D.C. whose name's escaping me, I think he was here for two days. Washington. Oh, Shafe, I was praying that you'd get that. Um. Uh, he was a big corner, big rangy corner. So three from two eighteen is the point. Not no longer with us. They're on the earth, but they're <laughs> not the program. Right, yeah. They're not in the program. Um, <laughs> uh, so two eighteen, three are gone. Two nineteen, everybody's stuck. Two twenty, big losses. Um, Who that's is, why we're looking. I for cannot think of this DC. I'll get it. Hold on. Go on. Go on to another discussion. You're both typing right now. I'll handle I'm, a, the I'm trying to find this right now. The defensive back from Washington D.C. Okay, let's see. We've got 2018, Jake. I I know I'm there. The yep. last player from the D.C. area that I can even I'll think of is I got uh, Demorney Pearsonell. Oh, Will Jackson. Oh, Will Jackson. Oh, Will, you know I didn't think about Will Jackson. Will, Will Jackson. Jackson. He was here yeah. for a second. Yep. And he, he was, was a good looking player. I mean, that was a, that's the slow way blinker. <laughs> that's the way, yeah. That's the way you want your corners to look though. It's, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's what I remember about Will Jackson. Slow blinker. That's what that's what we heard. So the Nebraska fans always want to hear. Okay, you mentioned the you mentioned the guy from FCS, the cornerback that everyone wants. Is there anybody else? I mean, how many more guys you expect to be added? Well, to they this can team take up to thirty two. I have lost count as to where they're at. Um, Simple is surprised by the number of thirty two. So I'll explain Mm-mm. that. No, he's, I can't remember where they're at. There's an NCAA regulation that was passed that you can right. take seven more. So they could take 25. Yeah, add So seven. they can take up to 32. Now, there is a question as to whether they could back count one of their early enrollees to the 2021 class because then that would fill that up. So then maybe they could take 33. I wouldn't get if, in. Yeah. If we wanted to really, like, figure that out but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 32 is, is right the hard amount and i'm gonna tell the you real what, number that matters is 85 yeah and because that's you have to figure that out and then you get things like will honus is now in the transfer portal like i don't know if that was his decision i don't know if that was nebraska coming to him like hey we'll keep you but we've got these other guys that are just in front of you and they're gonna play you're probably gonna yeah, be uh, henrich and reimer you know, mm-hmm. henrich you know, and reimer a yes. coach emeritus if you will mm-hmm. uh players so and, and maybe that's why will honus moved on but there's you know for them to be able to add the full 32 there's still got to be some movement on the 85. okay so the 85 is interesting in a couple ways because right now they're way over 85 they're in mm-hmm. the 90s i believe are they in the 90s yeah and now see then it gets creative too now you can you can really perform some creative math for instance scholarship math is a 400 level class it is from what i understand i mean there's a couple oh. guys in the class that you would that, that won't be on scholarship immediately i'm not gonna get into names they'll wait they'll wait a semester like i guess you used to call them gray shirts i guess um i don't know but they're not going to be on scholarship right away they won't nebraska's not going to say that publicly but that's the way it is in the 2022 class yeah that, that they'll they'll wait um and put them on scholarship after a semester that's part of the creative math there's a lot of ways you can do creative math in this world in this new world though like nil affects it i mean you could tell a kid hey you're not gonna be on scholarship but we'll get you we can get you this this and this so we'll just work with us you know um so yeah it's a that nil has made it interesting yeah well there's no doubt about that so the, the, the so yeah it's it, you can be really creative with that 85 now is what is the point. 
it's not as hard and fast as it used to be. Right. And so you have to just look where that cap number is and 32 additions is basically yeah. what it it comes down You're going to be losing guys after the spring, too. Mm-hmm. There'll be guys that move on. Yeah. There'll be guys that be pushed, that they're not pushed gonna, out. They're not going to have that hard of a of a battle to get back to I don't think so. Number. I don't think so. Because guys are going to go look for opportunities somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's going to be people that get terrible advice that happens every year. And mm-hmm. so um, we'll see how that plays out. Sure. Well, what are your thoughts on the new running back, the JUCO, Anthony Grant, coming to Nebraska? Yeah, you know, when I sat down here last week, that name had just popped up. He hadn't visited yep. yet, and I was pretty intrigued by it because, one, you have the, the junior college rusher, leading rusher of the year, uh, in Anthony Grant. And then I from the Florida State people I talked with, he was a talented guy that I think people at Florida State really thought could be a pretty good player, but, you know, things just didn't work out there. So he had to, to end up at New Mexico Military Institute and obviously worked really well there. And it's another name added to uh, – Added to the fire, and A.J. Allen's expected to visit this weekend. I mean, Nebraska's just loading up running back. I mean, uh, I don't know the status of uh, DeAndre Jackson. That one's going to take a little (laughs) bit to to kind of figure that out. But um, they're just adding, loading, putting running backs in and and seeing what they can get there. A.J. Allen's coming from? He is coming from Texas. Texas. Well, no, he's he's coming from Louisiana. Um, He was going to TCU. Very close with Brian Applewhite, okay. Nebraska's new running backs coach, who is at TCU. Okay. And now uh, he's going to take this visit. Okay. He didn't sign in December. And so he could be someone that could be a February signee that's a high school player for Nebraska. I was told before the, Allen. Yeah, before the period even started, they're really only looking at three high school players. Kylan Griffin, who just visited this past weekend, A.J. Allen, and Trevante Citizen, the running back out of Lake Charles prep. So a lot of their additions, basically junior college, and I think they got those guys with Javier Martin and, and Anthony Grant, and then the rest of it is transfer portal. Citizen. Trevante Citizen? Yeah. Rate their ch- Nebraska's chances of landing a – A.J. Allen's significantly higher than Trevante Citizen. But he's who, here, though. He's coming. Trevante Citizen? Yeah, he's coming. Is that this weekend? He's, he? he talked about taking an unofficial visit to Nebraska, but I don't fully understand why that's going to happen. It just doesn't – he, I think he's going to take an official visit to Michigan State. I don't know if that happened last weekend. Maybe now this sets up for the, the unofficial to Nebraska, but Nebraska's like – he has eight teams he's looking at. They're probably sixth or seventh right now. I mean, based on his own wording of how he's talking about these guys. So I'm a little skeptical that that one ever happens. But if it does, it's because of the work of Bill Bush and, and Mickey Joseph. Um, and then, obviously, they want to get him around uh, Brian Applewhite as well. One more. There's a big time quarterback recruit in Mays, Kansas, Avery Johnson. Yep, right outside Wichita. Yeah, they just offered him one on Friday. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to talk with him, but okay, yeah, that's fine. I mean, so one of the things that that Chubba Purdy does for you is it also lessens the effect of having to go get a big time 2023 quarterback because in essence you're setting yourself up that you have this multiple year eligibility quarterback that you're developing so you get the best of both worlds you can go chase an Avery Johnson and sell him on the idea of look it's going to be wide open after Casey Thompson this year and look at what Kenny Pickett did Mm -hmm. and then you also already have bird in the hand and in Chubba Purdy who's on campus learning and of course there's Logan Smothers and Heinrich Harburg and and Richard Torres as well it was curious the Avery Johnson recruitment cropped up quickly because Nebraska showed no interest in him before 
before recently. Well, Nebraska's 2023 quarterback recruiting was pretty locked in on Reese Mooney potentially yes. being the guy. And so once Mario Verduzco was no longer uh, – or his status was in question, the Mooney family moved on. Hmm. He ended up at Vanderbilt um, because they wanted to make a fairly early commitment. And so then, you okay. know, there's there's a few other quarterbacks. J.J. Cole, who's coming in for a junior yes. day yeah. uh, over in Iowa. Right. He fits a little bit more this system than Nebraska's previous. Uh, or what's – this is really what's hard. So I say this system. It's, mm-hmm. We don't even know what it is. Right. So I got to be careful there. Yeah. But J.J. Um, Cole is another name to kind of keep an eye on. And then, you know, Mark Whipple made some interesting offers around the country at Pitt. And I, I kind of cross-referenced some of those with offers that LSU made uh, to kind of look for the type of quarterbacks that Mickey Joseph would have interest in as well. Um, and there's still some guys out there, particularly on the East Coast, that, you know, if it's not regional like an Avery Johnson or a J.J. Cole, there there could be some other guys they look at. I don't think they absolutely have to take a 2023 quarterback, but I think they will. I do too. And from what I've heard, now this is simple going into the recruiting world, which is always a little scary. I would keep close watch on Avery Johnson. Oh, that, that is a that is the kind of guy that you probably need. I mean, Oregon's all over him, Tennessee's all over him, Nebraska's late to the party, but I know Nebraska's very very intent on that one. Well, watch and then uh, Dylan Edwards also a Kansas offer that was made. Mm-hmm. Running back. I know he was pretty close with Ryan Held. I know Nebraska had been recruiting him. He'd been up here before, but that's another name right here regionally where they're going to have to do some real damage uh, inside this area. And I think changing over sort of the staff as they have, I I think Bill Bush will do pretty well here, um, you know, inside the 500-mile radius. Yeah, I mean, think about recruiting a kid in Mays, Kansas. Go, go, we can go to break here. Start mm-hmm. the music. You, you, um, Start the music. You, Get started. you got Mays, Kansas, Wichita, Jake. You've been down. It's so, such an easy trip up here. It is. Such an easy sell. It's very simple. Just rip up what, what interstate are we, what, what highway are we talking about there? Uh, it's 81. Yeah, 81. Just rip yeah. up 81. It's a great drive. I, I, you're getting through Selena, yeah. Probably yeah. getting through. Yeah, you're going through. That's McPherson. when you get on the interstate there. In Kansas, yeah, you're basically. getting through McPherson and Selena. Just one Selina. Um, yeah. It's a pretty boring drive. No, I, I love it. I love that drive. Simp likes the, the boring the drive. Tracks. Stop in York at that nice um, huddle house. No, yeah, no. Uh, the, the 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 truck stop there loves. right on it. Yeah, love. Thank you, Shafe. Gorgeous loves. We'll have more next on early break on the ticket. <laughs> Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Anthem Health Plans, Inc. 